Vecna here. Just a disclaimer. Neither of your hosts on Binged and Unhinged work for or are affiliated with Netflix or Stranger Things in any way. These are Sky and Emily's opinions, not that of Netflix. Hold on to your Vecna The show is about to begin. Welcome to Binged and Unhinged, a podcast where we deep dive into our fandom hyperfixations. I'm Emily. And I'm Sky. And this season, we are delving into the one and only Stranger Things. All right. All right. What are we talking about today? The Lord of the Rings. Woo! Yay! Yay! All right. So we have some news. First piece of news. <laughs> it's two things that I've seen floating around the past, like, two days. One of them is the quote from Sean Levy at the red carpet at the Emmys. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so bless that man. I love him so much. He's so funny and he's so nice, but he doesn't do a lot of press. So this was very interesting, but he very much has the energy of the like Tom Holland gene where he very much is like prone to potentially giving out spoilers. And this the was no exception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So on this red carpet interview, he was talking about the interviewer about how invested the fans get in their the like the characters in Stranger Things, and he was talking about the Eddie Munson phenomenon. I like how and... it's been coined now. It is now the Eddie Munson phenomenon. <laughs> I know. I think it's so funny. And the interviewer, after he does his little spiel, asks if they could ever get a flashback of Eddie in season five. And this is what the man says. Okay. <laughs> Quote. A lot of people can't even handle the thought of a season five without some excuse for Eddie's Eddie present, which is absolutely true. That's exactly how I feel. Yep. Pretty much. (laughs) Um, That's it. He he says that it is highly unlikely. That's not a no. First of all, that's not that's not a no. That's not a no. And then he says, quote, we hear you, world. We know you're obsessed with Eddie. So are we. So listen. We know how they get when they're obsessed with their characters. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that. As evidenced by the interview episodes. If you haven't listened to that, go to the yes. interview episodes. Yes. I thought that that was just an interesting little little thing that came up. Mm-hmm. And it personally gives me the vibes that defi- despite him saying it was highly unlikely, I think Eddie's coming, coming back. So. Me too. Yep. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I can't do this to myself because if he doesn't come back, if I've, if in my brain, I've committed to the fact that he's coming back. And then when season five comes out, he doesn't come back. I will be ruined. We're going to look like fools. (laughs) We are. Our whole podcast just scratch that. Meaningless. (laughs) I can't get my hopes up. I just can't. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting Um... it. We're going to manifest. It's going to be okay. News part two. You sent me this today and I had to go and do some extensive research. Oh um, yeah. I forgot I sent that to you. Yes. So someone made a TikTok about the Netflix to dumb thing uh, that's happening. And they the way that they phrased it in the TikTok made it sound like it was specifically going to be a Stranger Things announcement situation. It's and not. No, it's not. <laughs> Basically what it was, I went and I looked it up and I watched the little trailer thing. So Netflix to dumb, it's an it's a um 
event that Netflix hosts. It's a fan event on YouTube that they host um, all day long globally. It's happening on September 24th. And basically what it is, is they pull from a bunch of their different shows. So it's not just Stranger Things. It's a bunch of things. They're going to have like The Crown and The Witcher and Squid Game, like all of those guys. Yeah. They pull like a bunch of the cast and then they do like just like fun things. They'll do like behind the scenes that nobody's ever seen. They do make announcements during it. So there could be a Stranger Things announcement during it. But I don't think it's going to be like, oh, Joseph Quinn's coming back, you know. He's present, but I don't yeah, think Yeah, he's that's... there. Yeah. But I yeah. don't, it's, we're still so far away from season mm-hmm. five that I can't imagine that they're going to announce anything major for no. season five at this no. thing. So, yeah, maybe at the very like max, a date. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, or we're, we finished writing it or something. Yeah, I don't something know. Something like that. Yeah. Which is highly unlikely because they said they wanted to finish writing by January. <laughs> so right. they'd be busting their ass to get it done real. now. <laughs> yeah. That's what the Netflix to dumbs thing is. It's not like specifically a Stranger Things. It's just like a fun fan event. A fun little moment. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do, I do want to watch it. I probably will. I think that I will not be available that day though. now into the the good stuff (laughs) and I want to bring up what you said before we get started I want to bring up what you said last night when we were just talking (laughs) that I was uh going off of screenshots and vibes and screenshots (laughs) because I we have to bring it up so that when we have merch that can be a t-shirt oh yeah this whole episode is super chill I am solely running off of screenshots of vibes I'm mostly just reading from wikipedia and then I have a little a little tidbit I'm so excited. from my own brain. Well, not all from my own brain, but I'm mostly focusing on, because I didn't have time. No, I had time. I didn't read the books. I just didn't read them. <laughs> I was too busy reading fairy books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that fairy didn't happen. Fairy books. <laughs> yes. So that didn't happen, but I have read the first one and mostly what I'm pulling my information from is from the first book and movie anyways because it's that's what's important to this to this point let me just do a little explanations the lord of the rings is a series of three epic fantasy adventure films and also books directed by peter jackson based on the novel written by jrr token i don't know if it's token or token some people say token i say token I've said Tolkien. I don't know if that's accurate, though. Bless bless my sweet, sweet soul. Okay. <laughs> I am a fan, by the way. I am not wearing a themed t-shirt this time. I'm wearing Harry Potter today. Oh, ew. The only Lord of the Rings <laughs> shirt I have is long sleeve, and it's too damn hot. So. Oh, it is too hot. I, I should also say I am also a fan, but much more distantly than you are. I have not read the books, but I did watch the movies like six years ago. You don't have to read the book. I, that's kind of they're what good I i'm not gonna lie because i've read the hobbit like a a bajillion times i mean i have a lord of the rings tattoo so i've read the f- half the first one the hobbit i have not read the two towers or return of the king most people say and i will reiterate this watching the movies is good enough yeah yeah i mean i have a point later for some things that they left out of the movie that are interesting but like honestly it seems like it's not that big of a deal i was going to read lord of the rings this year but that's clearly not happening anymore because our lives exploded (laughs) we can book club that at some point (sighs) yeah it'll probably be a while though 
films are subtitled The Fellowship of the Ring, which is the first one, came out in 2001, The Two Towers, which came out in 2002, and The Return of the King, which came out in 2003. Produced and distributed by New Line Cinema with the co-production of Wingnut Films. I can't get through that. Oh. <laughs> what a I'm name. I'm a child. <laughs> Wing- <laughs> Wingnut mm-hmm. Films. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. The series is an international venture between New Zealand and the United States. The film features an ensemble cast. Uh, I'll just name a couple. Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, Liv Tyler, Viggo Mortensen, Sean Astin, who was also in Stranger Things. Yep. And more. <laughs> Moving on. Set in the fictional world of Middle Earth, the films follow the hobbit Frodo Baggins as he and the Fellowship embark on a quest to destroy the One Ring to ensure the destruction of its maker, the Dark Lord Sauron. The Fellowship eventually splits up and Frodo continues the quest with his loyal companion Sam and the treacherous Gollum. Meanwhile, Aragorn, heir in exile to the throne of Gondor, along with Legolas, Gimli, Boromir, Merry, Pippin, and the wizard Gandalf, unite to save the free peoples of Middle-earth from the forces of Sauron and rally them in the War of the Ring to aid Frodo by distracting Sauron's attention. Fun fact, the three films were shot simultaneously and entirely in Jackson's native New Zealand from the 11th of October 1999 until 22nd of December 2000. They filmed Um, all three movies at one time? Yes. What? (laughs) Yes. I wonder what it was like getting their, like, deal to do that, because that's fucking expensive. I... I honestly can't believe that he was able to to get the funding to make those movies. Yeah, that's insane. But I mean, hmm. pop off, pop off. Wow, that's so interesting. Okay, carry on. <laughs> um, with pickup shots done from 2001 to 2004. I believe pickup shots are like the overhead mm-hmm. stuff. Is that? I'm Maybe. pretty sure that's know. what that is. Let's find out. A pickup shot okay. is a small... <laughs> <laughs> I just got Google of okay (laughs) in filmmaking a pickup shot is a small relatively minor shot filmed or recorded after the augment footage is already shot that's i'm guessing they like needed to add shots or like refilm certain shots before the actual movies came out okay carry on those were done from 2001 to 2004 it was one of the biggest and most ambitious film projects ever undertaken with a budget of, of $281 million. million. Oh, holy shit. That is the biggest like budget I think I've ever seen. That's huge for the time period. Yeah. Because this was considering it was like 23, 24 years ago. So Yeah. The first film in the series premiered at the Odeon Leicester Square in London on 10th of December 2001. The second film premiered at the Ziegfeld Theater in New York City on the 5th of December 2002. And the third film premiered at the Embassy Theater in Wellington on the 1st of December 2003. An extended edition of each film was released on home video a year after its release in cinemas. And for anybody wondering who's maybe never watched The Lord of the Rings, which I can't imagine, but you there are people out there who haven't Mm -hmm. the original films are like max like two hours long the extended Mm -hmm. editions are almost four hours a piece (laughs) holy cow and they don't miss much in those so Mm -hmm. you may talk about like stuff that's missing from the movies is that missing from the extended edition or i know there is Um, some stuff that's i i believe that it is also missing from the extended edition um is my understanding 
The Lord of the Rings is widely regarded as one of the greatest and most influential film series ever made. It was a major financial success and is among the highest grossing film series of all time with $2.991 billion in worldwide receipts. Jesus. All, I know, right? All three films received widespread acclaim from critics and audiences who lauded the acting, direct, direction, writing, production value, score, ambition, emotional depth, groundbreaking special effects, and faithfulness to the source material. The series received numerous accolades, winning 17 Academy Awards out of 30 total nominations. Wow. Including Best Picture for The Return of the King. In 2021, The Fellowship of the Ring was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. That's so cool. Now, this is where I go off on my tangent. It hit me. First thing I want to talk about is Eddie mentions the Lord of the Rings, but also can be said that he mentions The Hobbit. The Hobbit, I wanted to give a little background on, I can just tell you, takes place like 50 years earlier and it's Frodo's uncle, Bilbo, and he goes on an adventure and helps the dwarves take back their mountain from Smaug. He references both, I believe. I'm not quite sure. Here's what I really wanted to talk about. And like I said, this is going to be kind of chill. It's not going to take me very long, but we can talk about it after I'm done talking about it. <laughs> but there is, and this is highly debate. I keep giving, I keep giving like, what is that? Like uh, warnings. Caveat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, because this is very highly debated and people either are like, yes, or they're like, absolutely not. Oh, I'm so excited. Even as a young child, I realized that The Lord of the Rings has very heavy queer coding in it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, as a child, I thought that Frodo and, Frodo and Sam were boyfriends. <laughs> and it took me until I saw The Return of the King at the end when sam was married it's married yeah and had a baby and i still thought he was gay i was also confused <laughs> so another thing that i wanted to bring up were the characters aragorn and boromir mm -hmm. and so let me just give you i'm gonna paint you a little picture oh my god i'm literally like vibrating i'm gonna paint you a little stranger things picture so ah! Okay. <laughs> in my mind, when I look at these characters, not all of them fit. I'm not going to try to do like I did with Star Wars, but the two, the four main ones that really have like very mirrored personalities to me are Frodo and Sam being Will and Mike, Frodo being Will and Mike being Sam. Yep. I mean, they share a little bit of both between them, but that's the way I look at it anyways. And then Aragorn and Boromir being Steve and Eddie. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna like die. I can't even get it out it's <laughs> making my heart like want to throw up I just love it so much okay the thing for me is is and, and do I have screen like times no I don't but but there's a point where and there's a TikTok and if I can find it um I'll post it to the Instagram if I can find it where it shows the shots from Stranger Things and Lord of the Rings side by side and there's this one part I'm gonna cry thinking about it um <laughs> oh no when Boromir is dying mm -hmm. and <clears throat> hang in there bestie <laughs> okay so when Boromir's dying Aragorn mm -hmm. is like 
holding him and it's now this isn't so much steve and eddie but if you mix like steve and dustin in this moment it's almost shot for shot um eddie passing away mm-hmm. and he's holding boromir and he tells him i can't remember what he tells him. <laughs> i'm so terrible but it's it's the way it's written and the way that it like looks it, they look like a couple mm-hmm. um and like i said lord of the rings fans have very strong opinions on this idea yeah stranger things fans have very strong opinions on study so it's you know (laughs) but here's my reasoning why in lord of the rings boromir and aragorn pretty much can't stand each other Mm -hmm. for a significant part of the first movie and book yeah as far as i'm aware and if you think of the kids as the hobbits (laughs) because that's kind of how we're having to you know connect these here yeah but if you think of the kids as the hobbits Boromir kind of comes in later on so Aragorn has been with the hobbits for a significant amount of time Mm -hmm. and then Boromir comes in towards the end when they're all meeting for the fellowship of the ring so they're all with Elrond I forget which elvish city it is but you know they're with the elves yeah and then they start their journey and the hobbits really start to care about Boromir Mm -hmm. and you kind of see this kind of like they didn't like each other before, but then they definitely don't like each other after. Yeah. So it reminded me very much of like Steve and Eddie. Of yeah. Like, like who's going to be the best dad? Who's yeah. going to be the yes. best dad? Yes. Um, in that moment, I was like, that's Steve and Eddie. Yeah. Just Boromir and Aragorn. And the other thing, so the thing I wanted to bring up the most was that Aragorn has like this weird, because Tolkien doesn't, put a lot of romance and stuff in his stuff and they stayed pretty true to that in the movies to me like romance between Aragorn and uh, Arwen is very like flat Mm. and I'm gonna get hated on for this I can see that (laughs) but it's very flat I mean there's good stuff in it I mean it's great they love each other that's fine it's a little problematic considering that he came to live with them when he was a child and she was already like yeah. 500 years old i mean but then every book that i read is problematic so yeah and what are you gonna especially do? in that regard yeah yeah <laughs> well much at least it's a girl this time true usually it's a six thousand year old nan and a yeah and a teenager basically yeah but yeah. um i always i always felt and even when i was a little kid the first time i ever watched the movies i always felt that their romantical involvement was very flat and then i yeah. felt more coming from boromir and aragorn than i ever did from arwen and aragorn exactly and so to me that furthers the argument that aragorn is bisexual i live for that and like and okay so here's the interesting thing i mean steve oh, yeah <laughs> sweet sweet boy here's the thing about that is that you would think because that's like the most prominent relationship in the movies and books like really like, about that's Aragorn the... and Arwen mm-hmm. yeah yes. like th- like that's the that's like the one you know and it's barely even in the book yeah and you'd think that they it would be better developed and I know that's not like his specialty like his thing is not romance like Tolkien's thing is not romance but like no but he wrote one of the greatest love stories of all time with I forget what it's called. I sound like such a fake fan, but it's it's on their tombstones, like him and yeah. his wife, that Lorian, Lothlorian or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a love ballad. Yeah. For his wife. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, 
it's a little it's a little sus it's a little sus it is a little sus now historians would disagree with us um and say that it's very because he grew up in a time that was full of war because he fought in world war one that's the kind of connections that he made yeah were male connections and he went to an all-male college i believe Mm -hmm. uh oxford i believe at the time was still all male in the 20s or the teens um sounds correct yeah (laughs) so i can see that but no i don't get it um that man yeah (laughs) yeah it's also like the enemies to lovers plot is so there you know (laughs) oh yeah tasty it's crunchy (laughs) crunchy (laughs) it's crunchy okay my best friend makes fun of me for saying that because it's like my version of like crisp like like crisp i say things are crunchy word crunchy when i'm angry (laughs) So if I'm angry, I'm crunchy. Oh. <laughs> so that's why it was funny to me. <laughs> like, they're crunchy. They are crunchy. It's enemies to lovers. So they exactly. are technically crunchy. And like, and like that's exactly like Mirror Steve and Eddie, though. Like, they were supposed to be more enemies to, in my brain, lovers. But like, yeah, it, it very much like still, even with what we got, like they got yeah. their little, little, little rivalry going. Yeah. Oh. And they do. And they have like, there's, they've got their moments. Yeah. Also, I wanted to talk about Will and, and uh, what's his name? He's insignificant. Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. The, so the, um, <laughs> the plot thickens. Um, so in the show, we see a lot of like Will and Mike together. They're always together up until this last season, pretty much. Then yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're together again, but they had a year apart, basically. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing that gave me very Sam and Frodo. Yeah. Was the basically stick together until the very end kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Initially, I had thought Steve was Gandalf, but I know that's wrong. That's not right. (laughs) Gandalf is Hopper. Yep. 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 I have have a point about this. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to spoil it then. I won't say anything. Um, Oh, no. Go ahead with it yeah i have like oh a, like, i was I just have, gonna like, say because evidence. uh you think gandalf's dead and then mm-hmm. you yeah. think hopper's dead and then all of a sudden they're not anymore yeah but gandalf to be fair gandalf was actually dead um and yes gandalf comes back to life as a white mm-hmm. wizard but anyways yeah so sam and frodo the whole time they're like sharing water sharing food it is a love story that has never been told more beautifully in its entire in the entire existence of the world and you're yeah. you're gonna sit here and you're gonna tell me that that's not two beautiful gay men living their best <laughs> life get out that's a lie that's a fucking lie and i know it, it. literally is my my eight-year-old self is gonna die on this hill that those two men are together um, See, that's and how so, I felt watching Merlin for the first time. The same energy. The first episode of Merlin, I was like, no, was it the second <laughs> yeah. episode that is it the second think- episode that I was like, those are gay men. Okay. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> um where where was I on my rant? Oh no, you were ranting about Merlin. I said that your experience watching the Lord of the Rings for the first time and seeing Sam and Frodo was the same experience that I had while watching Marlon for the yes. first time where I was like, these yes. bitches oh, gay. 
and we were discussing episode two of Merlin. I believe oh. it was episode two. Yeah. And I was like, who's he? <laughs> they're fruity. <laughs> and and I live by that. And there yeah. and that thing you sent me, was it you that sent it to me? My other friend likes Merlin too. So I don't know who it was. Very possibly me. Where it was them talking and like flirting and then the guy was like what are y'all doing in here that was me okay <laughs> that was me and I was like this is in the show yes yeah. if they're not supposed to be gay why is it in the show because they're very clearly gay men I know I and know they just made it more clear to it's me it's so frustrating <laughs> it's so frustrating that's why I think I'm hesitant to even watch Merlin because I'm like I know that it never I'm never gonna get the ending that I want I want them to be together. I already want them to be together. Anyone who's seen Merlin out there is like literally rolling. <laughs> Cause you don't even know, you don't even know like how it, how. I know if it follows the actual story, I know partly how it ends, I think. What do you think is going to happen? <clears throat> Doesn't Merlin die in the end? No. Doesn't the other one? No. Someone dies, right? Someone dies. Well, but the like blo- the blonde marries the Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> the blonde. Arthur marries. I always want to say Mary Magdalene, but I know that's wrong. That's <laughs> that's Christianity, not Arthur. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why do I always do that? Um, Guinevere is the Guinevere. Yeah. <laughs> yes oh god oh my god I can't wait for you to watch the rest of that show (laughs) I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to find me some time um listen post-October maybe (laughs) maybe maybe I maybe I can watch a little bit on the plane when I go pick up my sister oh my god I love that a little bit of time or reading I don't know Mm, yeah it's only an hour to read (laughs) yeah We were talking about the gays. Um, yeah. <laughs> just to flesh it out, one last note on on the gays in Lord of the Rings and in Stranger Things. I think Aragorn is bisexual. Mm-hmm. I think he has a thing for Boromir. Mm-hmm. I think I think Eddie is Boromir, mm-hmm. and I think that Steve is Aragorn. Sam and Frodo. I think that honestly, you could interchange the two, and I don't see why it would matter. Honestly, you know what? Frodo reminds me more of Mike because you get real pissed off with Frodo. True, 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 true. And many time, many. Will just time. has like Will just has like more main character energy, which is why I would like by proxy. Yeah, but personality him. wise, I would yeah. definitely say Sam. Yeah, like, very devoted. Yep. Yeah. Loyal, devoted, and that is Sam to a T. Yeah. And everyone deserves a loyal friend, but also stop friend zoning your gay friend. Tell him you're not gay if you're not gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that because he's that's very so obvious. Cool that hot dog in a wig, he's very obviously gay. <laughs> so, that's yeah, that. oh, bless his heart. So, that's mostly all I had for that. I just yeah. wanted to yell it from the rooftops. Yeah, yeah. And that, if anybody wants a dissertation about queer coding and media, I will, I will talk at length. Yeah. And of course, I didn't know when I was a kid, I didn't know, I didn't know until yeah. recently what queer coding actually meant. Yeah. I knew it existed because I knew reading upon reading the definition, I said, oh, that's it's just a word for that. Yes. Yeah. 
but I I knew I had seen it obviously multiple yeah. times. Yeah. But Lord of the Rings is one of the big ones for me. Yes. It's like yeah. everyone in that show. I'm like, you're gay. You're girly pop. <laughs> show, movie, whatever. A little obscure. So I love that. Yeah. So I'm going to do kind of a similar things that we, thing that we did for the Star Wars episode where I'm going to go through like references that are made and then maybe some theories and, and stuff like that. So here's the thing. The Lord of the Rings references are much more implicit than like Star Wars was and a lot of other things that they reference. I should say Joseph Quinn loves Lord of the Rings. He's a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, which is so cute. Joseph, <laughs> if you would like to discuss the Lord of the Rings, you know where to find me. I've mm-hmm. mentioned it many times. I'm waiting. <laughs> um, on a similar vein, Joe Keery is also a fan of the Lord of the Rings. You know where to find her? The other Joe. <laughs> both okay, Joes. I feel we could, both Joes, we could discuss this at length. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. you know where to find us? Uh, <laughs> and that's so, the end of the podcast. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh god oh my god okay um (laughs) here are some references we're gonna start with the really iconic explicit line that is made by eddie in season four and this is the only like explicit reference really there is to the book slash movies is this line a lot of people recognize it it's one of the most iconic lines from the season been recognized by a lot of people as the most iconic line from the season like you know professional people that aren't us (laughs) if you don't know what I'm referring to um it's when they are at Skull Rock and Dustin suggests that they go looking for the gate and Steve is like um Eddie's a wanted man we can't just go traipsing through the woods and Dustin's like okay well what what does Eddie want to do and he says quote I say you're asking me to follow you into Mordor which if I'm totally straight with you I think is a really bad idea but uh the shire the shire is burning so mordor it is <laughs> and then I'm i gonna cry bust uh- <laughs> like i need that i mean i did paint a picture or not paint but drew a picture of that but i'm gonna need that on a t-shirt I like- post haste i'm also getting a tattoo of that I was just going to say, like, I would get a tattoo. <laughs> I wrote it. I wrote it in um, Sindarin. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you did. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is actually a very interesting line. And there's been some confusion about it as far as I've seen. Because the movies obviously were not out in 86. Right. But, but there was a, there were two VHS films. Out. Yeah, they're like animated Hobbit movies. I was looking this up and it actually is a reference to one of the most controversial parts of the film adaptations because the quote that the Shire is burning is actually a reference to one of the very few scenes from the book that were left out, which correct me if I'm wrong and it's in the extended editions, but from what I read, it is not in them and they did not even film it. Are you talking about when Galadriel is showing Frodo what will happen if the ring isn't destroyed? and the hobbits are slaves no that well in the books okay that actually happens in the books is the thing (laughs) okay so yeah so it's a reference to the scouring of the shire that's what the event is called 
which takes place at the end of the return of the king um, and where in the movies they go back to the shire and like everything's pretty okay and then you see that you know sam got married and blah blah blah, blah. in the book Basically, what happens is while like Frodo and you know the rest of them are gone, Lothos Sackville Baggins. God damn those Sackville Bagginses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He basically becomes an accomplice to Sauron, and he would. Over, yeah, he like takes over the Bilbo's spoons. Oh yeah, he's he's a little shit. He's a fucking asshole, but like worse than spoons. <laughs> so no, I think that was his dad that stole the spoons. Anyways, still bastards a lot of them <laughs> a lot of the <laughs> so what happens is frodo and everybody leaves and then watho becomes an accomplice to sauron takes over and industrializes the whole shire for profit basically this like kickstarts the shire's destruction um mm-hmm. and it does look a lot like that shot that you're talking about okay according to the description it in must the book. have just been like a stylistic choice not to add it so basically what happened was is they cut it because the movie was already so long like they'd already filmed so much (laughs) yeah and the director was like "Mm, we don't need it that bad which makes sense to me it's a weird scene because like they defeat the big bad they go to mortar they defeat the big bad and then they come back and when they come back they find out that sauron turned on lotho kills him and then the land is like the whole shire is overtaken by ruffians and orcs and it's like basically destroyed. <laughs> so Frodo and everybody comes back. They find out that the Shire is literally is the Shire is burning, and mm-hmm. they have to do another fight after the big fight to get everybody out of the Shire. Okay. See, I've never read past the first book, so yeah. So I didn't know this either until I googled it because like the Shire burning thing felt strange to me. Other than that one, like like potential future scene, I don't know. And so a lot of people think that that. That's what Eddie's referencing, which makes sense because he would have read the books at the time. And he's basically drawing the connection between like the evil infiltrating Hawkins, which is his home mm-hmm. and therefore like symbolic of that the Shire. That even sweeter. I know. I know. It hurts. It hurts. It also calls back on, I don't know if you remember the interview I was talking about last episode where the Duffer brothers were like, oh, like Eddie's fighting for this home that doesn't care about him yes that he cares about so deeply that he's willing to die for it yeah yeah so that hurts gonna be another tally of have you still not watched the show no (laughs) we'd buy a time around episode how many eight um yeah this is technically eight listen maybe by the time this episode comes out probably not because i'll be can't talk because my research was screenshots um and a what is it called cherry limeade from sonic Mm. and just pulling the gay shit out of my brain so straight vibes straight vibes gay vibes (laughs) gay vibes (laughs) it is it is whenever you told me about that like gay people think they can do anything oh yeah it changed (laughs) it changed everything about my life i'm like I should probably research things before I just do nah. Nah. But I opened this call and I said, you know what? I'm ready. <laughs> Honestly, you really did just like pull that out. And I was like, damn. <laughs> it wasn't that great. It wasn't that detailed. But you know what? I just had to say it. Yeah. 
that's an interesting little factoid there. Um, it also feels to me like an homage to like what's going to happen in season five, which would be fighting, quote unquote, Mordor on home turf. Mm, that makes because sense. now it's bleeding into Hawkins. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's the like one explicit one. And there's some reminiscent moments. There's I Am like I cry. Mm, maybe later. <laughs> maybe later um (laughs) so some reminiscent ones these are like kind of shot for shot or like line things so in the fellowship ring Bormir while he's like mesmerized by the ring when he's like holding it and hasn't like given it back to Frodo he says it is a strange fate that we should suffer so much fear and doubt over so small a thing such a little thing and this really a lot mirrors when L removes the tracker from Henry's neck because he holds it in a very similar way, like kind of above him and looking at it. And he says, who knew something so small could so- cause so much trouble? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very reminiscent. The next one is also in Fellowship of the Ring. And this I was about to say, you probably won't see a whole lot mirrored from the no. other ones. Because I stand firm that Boromir is Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, I also I also do. <laughs> and it's when they're like walking on the like forest road, forest path. Mm-hmm. Um, and Frodo senses that something is coming, which ends up being the Black Riders. Um, and he cool. says, Yeah. <laughs> so he says, quote, I think we should get off the road. And then when they like the rest of the party doesn't listen to him and like the get off the road, get off the road. yep get off the road quick he's like yelling so in episode five like almost the exact same thing happens when they're like driving and being chased in the van and Jonathan says we should get off the road and then Will turns and he sees that they're being chased and he yells Argyle get off the road now and it's like exactly the same like the way that they say it is the same it's very funny which is um, funny because he's one of either Sam or Frodo yep yep jonathan interesting but yeah Yeah. no jonathan's not but yep (laughs) anyway who would jonathan be no i'm just kidding oh my god who who would jonathan be legolas (laughs) i don't know no (laughs) no you know okay so if steve and see here we go okay let's let's map this out (laughs) if steve is aragorn Mm -hmm. then that would make Nancy Arwen more than likely. Mm -hmm. Which would make the only other gay character that I can think of who's Awen, she's not gay gay, but she's like kind of gay. That would be, what's her name? Robin? Robin. Uh Uh-huh. Because there's a part where if you (laughs) flip this, Awen tries to be with Aragorn and Aragorn's like, no, I'm in love with Oh, that is an excellent point. And so Eowyn, she has that famous line in the Fellowship of the Ring, where not the Fellowship of the Ring, Return of the King, mm-hmm. where she's like, he's like, no man can kill, kill me. me. And she takes her helmet off and goes, I, I am no man. Yeah. But I don't believe that that line's actually in the book. So um, I don't know. I mean, we're going to find out when we do our book club. <laughs> That's true. I'll just scream. I'll scream into my <laughs> It's there. <laughs> Aragorn, Steve, okay. yeah. Arwen, Nancy, Eowyn, Robin. Uh huh. Who is Legolas? Gandalf Hopper. Yes. I think Dustin is a mix between Mary and Pippin. 
Okay. I can see that. Hmm. Is Argyle. Yeah, all he does is stand there and look pretty. And so that's what Legolas does too. So true. You're out. So then that means right. Jonathan cracked it. Jonathan's Gimli then. We cracked it. There you that's go. it. The code is cracked. Okay. The code is cracked. <laughs> Um, so this one is from a different one. This one's from Return of the King. Oh, um, fun. I know. Um, and this one is kind of a stretch to me, but you know what? I saw it when I was researching. So you know what? I'll take it. So as Grand is breaking through the city gates, Gandalf says to the soldiers, um, quote, you will... Goodness. <laughs> That's what he says. Um... Oh, and Ian McKellen is actually gay. <laughs> forgot to mention that. <laughs> okay let's rewind back <laughs> so as Gron makes to the city gates Gandalf says to the soldiers quote you are soldiers of Gondor no matter what comes through that gate you will stand your ground okay mm-hmm. I used the parallel <laughs> it is it's just so funny to me in episode seven as the gates are opening at the Russian base mm-hmm. Enzo says whatever comes out of there you will hold your ground that's not a stretch <laughs> that's almost line for line i thought it was a stretch no oh this is good <laughs> this is good i'm gonna have to go back and watch this this happens every time i could have yeah. watched i watched them yeah. did i take timestamps of anything no no but did I watch them? Yes, because I watch them like every day. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have yeah. to go back and watch it again. <laughs> now this one's also maybe a stretch, but I noticed it. I thought that it was kind of a little cinematic parallel moment, and lots of other people have said this. A lot of people have made the connection that when Steve dives down to Watergate, the shot looks very reminiscent of the Eye of Sauron. Mm. they look really similar i mean they have that like red glowy vibe going on so like you know it's uh, it's not that much of a stretch to think that that could have been an accident but like the way that the shot looks it's 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 looks the most of all like the upside down gates and stuff like the Mm. eye of sauron interesting interesting yeah Yeah. i mean if we want to talk about if we want to keep bringing in more stuff from other podcasts you could almost say that the Eye of Sauron is Vecna's tower. Oh shit! Because once you defeat, oh no, both of them, you defeat the bad guy. Oh fucking tits! Okay, so <laughs> so in that case, it would make because what's funny about Sauron too is that he he I don't know if he necessarily dies. Don't quote me on that, but he kind of does the Voldemort thing. Where he's like mm-hmm. not dead, but he's like he's basically a thought. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not dead, but he's he's still there. I know in the books that he like Sauron dies dies at the end. Yes, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about like before, like even in so watching the Rings oh, of Power, yeah, like yeah. he dies and comes back multiple times mm-hmm. and has different names. He so he goes by different names and stuff. So I was like, that gives very like Henry. Because Henry's so said, like he's like four different people. Yeah. And so is Sauron. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh my God. Oh my God. Nothing but nap. 
anyways oh my god so that's all the like little references that I have that are in the show um I also have some things that the cast and writers have mentioned which are really interesting is Joseph Quinn on your list Joseph Quinn is not but Joe Curie is okay. um I mean Joseph Quinn has talked about Lord of the Rings in interviews and stuff how it's like mm-hmm. you know the, the there's like vague Lord of the Rings vibes he, he's talked about that but nothing like where I was like oh I need to talk about this and you know he said extensively that he loves Lord of the Rings so I love him I know I know <laughs> you could see if only the the listeners could see just the sheer amount of Lord of the Rings shit that just sits here on my table oh you're not ready for this one. Oh my god <laughs> and she's okay she's old she i just changed her batteries but they died but she's supposed to like her evan star on her chest is supposed to light up oh my god wow. but yeah i just just sitting here i have just i mean bukus it just i could pull it from everywhere <laughs> just bukus it's just everywhere anyways it's so funny <laughs> show and tell every time i get on camera okay truly i live for it on your little tchotchkes (laughs) tchotchkes and the dead moth (laughs) i have the dead moth you want to see it yeah oh oh my god he was a friend oh may he rest in peace gone but not forgotten that thing was on my porch for like a month (laughs) like not dead just alive and he would come every day and he'd land. It was just like Gandalf where he sends the moth to get the birds. <laughs> yeah. He'd come every day, that moth, and he'd land on my knee and we'd just have a moment and we'd be like, hello. <sighs> and then one day he was dead. Oh, and I was like, I can't him. bear to get rid of him. I was going to bury that, but then I kept forgetting because, you know, my brain. And so now he just lives on forever in oh, that little well. glass jar. I love him. Me too. Beautiful, beautiful story. story. Eventually, I have a friend who who does those things with the bugs. Oh, like pins them. Yes. So eventually, I'm gonna have her do that Ooh. for him. Because he's he's mostly all together in there. He's I think he's missing a wing, but Poor he's guy. mostly. But he's very well preserved. I mean, I've had this thing here for like a year and a half. And I mean, you did just stick him in a jar. <laughs> I live by the way. Anyways, <laughs> how to solve all your problems? problems, problems. Stick, Stick it in a jar. 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 <laughs> side rant, sidebar, tangent. Listen, it's okay. This this episode is a wreck, so we need the tangents. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love it. I What's love the it. next? Is it the Hellfire? Next one is Hellfire, which makes me want to absolutely fucking kill myself. If I have to, I had my friend rolling because I said, if I have to look at another word on a piece of paper, I'm going to shoot the wall. Okay. And she was rolling. Oh my God. She's like, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> so I'm like, reading Hellfire seems like an absolute joy to pleasure to me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I have to finish this. I have to finish the, um, what hunts beyond the something. I don't know what it's called. I'm just reading. <laughs> I'm terrible. What is wrong with me? I know it's wrong. I I keep forgetting to take my medicine. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> this is why last night that'll do it. Good idea. Last oh night. Oh my god. Been, you think this is bad? Last night would have been significantly worse. Oh, we would have both been dead. 
last night. Do you know what I did last night instead of fucking, instead of us recording the podcast? What? Do you want to know what I fucking did? What? I, I purchased with my own money. Money dollars. God. <laughs> what did you purchase with your money? I purchased the stupid fucking god awful absolute dumpster fire city of bones movie which have you seen it why did no, i see i've seen it one time that's the one with what's his name in it right jamie's in it and so yes. is robert sheehan who plays klaus um but you haven't seen umbrella academy so i've seen it in passing yeah, yeah. my husband watches it it's very good and it is it is a dumpster fire and it is a comedy and i loved every second of it it was worth all 3.99 that is so funny because you know what we watched the other day divergent oh my god for real <laughs> it's like i have not seen this movie since it came out same that's what i did with the city of bones movie <laughs> and it's so bad so bad, bad. oh i can't wait to watch twilight oh my god i'm so excited you have no idea the, the just the amount of tabs yeah you and these are just my red, red flag tabs <laughs> i was also gonna do red flags oh my god <laughs> so funny <laughs> I love it so much. yeah i bought extras too just in case oh my god twilight has a lot of red flags in it oh so many but it's i have other colors awful. too so that's not just those are just my red flags like i'm gonna have other tabs for other things those are oh, just red flags. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Oh, speaking of, I still got to get a hold of P.S. Lassiter. <laughs> Shit. That is the thing we need to do. And by we, I mean you. Bruh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been like a hell, like two weeks. This has been interesting. It's to say the least. It's been interesting. Um, yeah. But I think, I, I mean, don't quote me, but I think this podcast won't be too terrible. Mm-hmm. Just because I think it gives people some break from the information. Yes. 100%. There is so much information. Yeah. And just... throw at people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The references that the cast and writers make. Oh, my bad. <laughs> this is why this is a problem. Okay. Continue. No, please. I went on that journey with you. It's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So. In an interview with Collider, the Duffer Brothers, we kind of talked about this in the Star Wars episode, but the Duffer Brothers um, did compare the ending of season four to that of Fellowship of the Ring um, as they're kind of headed into Mordor and that's the, the final shot. Similar, similar energy. That was one of their inspirations. They were more pulling from Star Wars, but they also pulled a little bit from Fellowship of the Ring. So to theorize, do we think that somehow the party is going to get separated in the final throws of battle? And does See, that lend you to believe that it'll be either Will or Mike that will make the final blow? Well, that's what's so interesting, though, is that the Duffer Brothers have also said that they're really excited about the next season because they're bringing the core cast back together. Mm. And that, like, they, they are excited to bring that back. But now. they also said that it's mostly going to be about Will. So is yeah. Will Frodo? That's, that's what I'm running with, man. I think that's accurate. I think Will is going to, I think that Will is going to deal with how final blow L isn't. Yeah, I think it would be too obvious if L was the one to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. from a marketing and film and TV standpoint, like yeah, L being that person just also like Will deserves it. He does. He's been through a lot. That boy. Yeah, like he just the trauma. He, that uh, boy. 
holy shit oh my god that poor kid oh my god yeah yeah Yeah. so that was a little inspiration they drew now this is interesting david harbour said in another interview with collider which can i just say i swear to god collider and screen rant are literally my sources for everything like this is not even a joke i am on wikipedia (laughs) my sources are always wikipedia (laughs) is that not such a millennial of me Uh, you love wikipedia at least it's not ask jeeves do you know what ask jeeves no oh my god oh my god is oh my god did i make you feel old yes ah no i'm so sorry (laughs) ask jeeves was before google and it was a little butler and you used to go to askjeeves.com and then you would ask him and jeeves would tell you and he was like animated and stuff go youtube it oh i'm sorry i did that to you (laughs) it's okay we used to use it in school oh oh in an interview with collider which is a website i visit literally every single day yes (laughs) david harbour says that hopper's return in season four was actually planned to look like the resurrection of gandalf i'm so smart i'm just kidding (laughs) look at you and your big brain (laughs) sometimes i mean (laughs) yeah that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. there's a reason that i thought that it's because that's what they intended so. yeah yeah they did, they did they did their job here's my last one this is where it where it hurts this is where it's gonna it's gonna feed right into our queer coding theory here all right oh god okay oh it's painful and i think you might have seen this but i don't know i think i sent you a screenshot from this but it, i don't know if it was the specific one i'll remember if i remember yeah so joe keery did an interview with unilad unilad i don't know how to say it he's asked he's basically talking about his relationship with joseph quinn and do they have a little gay thing going on (laughs) because if so no not well i mean not explicitly stated but this was the like interview that fueled the like oh little joe keery and joseph quinn bromance thing because joe's like talking about how he's sad well, that joseph quinn's got a bromance with all of them like <sighs> yeah Jimmy campbell bauer too especially with he humps the man at a panel. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah literally, oh, literally. not surprising <laughs> see that yeah. this i could do real quick i could do a chemical not a chemical like a equation on this oh, yes because Joseph Quinn has very secure with his masculinity vibes Mm, mm -hmm. and it is the he is Julian Solomita in a different Mm, pond yeah I was thinking same person different same person different Mm -hmm. font yeah see see yeah and it's where do where do I find that man I know you know what I mean not that man not a specific man but a man that acts like that yeah this is my little this is my little rant so <laughs> yeah anyways anyways just joe Carey's talking about how much he loves joseph quinn just like the rest of the fucking cast and crew mm-hmm. um and the world and, at large and everybody everybody and so he's talking about how he was sad that he's not going to get to work with him anymore and that it was really fun and everything i'm rolling um, my eyes because y'all can't see me but i'm rolling my eyes <laughs> and so he's asked what his reaction was to 
finding out that Eddie died. And Joe says that he doesn't really remember what his specific reaction was, but he does say that it's very, he said that it's, quote, very Boromir of him. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, he was, like, Joe, says, so Joe Kiri likes, we said this, Joe Kiri yes, likes Lord of the Rings. Too. He does like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we just all need to be friends. I know. We'd all be besties. We'd all be besties. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So he he also compares it. He says that he says it was very Boromir of him, and then he says it it was very like a similar similar energy. And he thinks that if you're gonna go out, like that's the coolest way to do it. Oh, um, I'll be making screenshots, not screenshots, but like side by sides of yeah. the deaths for the Instagram. Yeah, it's not just like a little bit. Yeah, it's like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that also does not bode well for the chances of. <laughs> it's an alive person that's true but i mean again we also have to remind ourselves they're not going to take every single thing from i know i know but if that you want thing. that if they're if they're, what they're going for is that moment of like the same impact the devastation of bormir dying yeah yeah then he might be dead dead but yeah i mean but in the same breath like he could have come back gandalf came back well gandalf's not a human gandalf's a wizard so. i mean yeah never mind <laughs> but like hey he doesn't have to come back as a human that's true <laughs> into my next theory no just kidding <laughs> i've been i've been telling that theory for the past eight weeks yeah so. for real yeah i'm still oh, man i'm just I, I feel like he's gonna come back as a flashback and that just makes me want to eat myself into the void so you know what somebody said today did you send this video to me or did i find this and not send it to you where they were saying that eddie was going to come back that vecna was going to go into dustin's mind and use eddie to trap him in his mind i've seen similar theories like i did not see divisions. that TikTok. yeah yeah see that's kind of oh like alive in dustin's mind hold on not wait, alive. Wait, wait. like how when vecna attacks people mm-hmm. that there's usually sometimes there's people in those in those visions. Oh, like Max sees Billy. Yeah, and like Chrissy yeah. sees her mom and dad. And yes, yeah, that's what that's what I was expecting. That, that's what I would expect yeah. would happen. Yeah, that hurts me. Yeah, it just it feels like it feels very explicitly like they're setting that up, but it's a weird that they picked Dustin to me. Yeah, I mean, what if they use Steve? Oh fuck! Oh, oh shit. shit! Oh my god! Oh, my no. god no. <laughs> no, no, because Steve wasn't there when he died. I mean, he would know that he was dead then, but... But that sets up Steve's death is protecting Dustin from Vecna. <gasps> okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> this was so many people short. are supposed to die in season five, too. Yeah, there's supposed to be a body count, according to the Duffer Brothers, as well. Like, a, a body count. And I'm... <sighs> this breaks my heart. I wasn't even going to bring this up until the last episode, when we're going over random shit. But I'm, like, firmly in the camp that Steve's probably going to die in season five. Don't do that to me. Why does everyone I like die? <laughs> that sucks. Oh, yeah, no, it's going to destroy me. Like, you think Eddie Munson was devastating. I'm going to be inconsolable. Mm, see, Eddie dies. was the worst for me. Oh, I don't know if are. there's anyone else that could die that I would care that much about. Steve will ruin my life. I'll have to, like, call out a word. I do love Steve. <laughs> Just not, not the same. No. I, yeah, no, I... I it's it was the future talk he said that fucking shit to Nancy and that was that was it that was his death sentence because mm-hmm. he's pl- you never plan for a future yep never yeah. ever yeah yep so and of course 
gross old Nancy's gonna no offense she's gonna continue of course yeah she's not gonna die I have a feeling okay hold on that Jonathan and Steve are gonna die oh wait what because I just had this thought just now because that would open Nancy up to be free because with Steve and Jonathan around Nancy can't truly live her freedom her freedom do you think the Duffer brothers are going to do that, that they're going to force her to be with somebody? I'm hoping not. I'm hoping they die. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. No. no, 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 no. I'm thinking that I feel like that's her character though, is that because we saw that in the last episode of season four, where she was, in my opinion, trying to like broach the subject of breaking up with Jonathan with Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And he like kind of just was doing whatever. Yeah she kind of chickened out on that conversation yeah and so I have this feeling that she's not gonna break up with Jonathan because I'm pretty sure she didn't break up with Steve either she just started hanging out with Jonathan I mean kind of and And then then she calls Steve bullshit gives him trauma and then he's like you can't even tell me that you love me and then she just starts hanging out with Jonathan yeah yeah but she never is like Steve we're over you know what I mean yeah so it's a it's a pattern for her character so i have this feeling that they're both gonna for her to not be with either one of them they are both going to have to die interesting i feel like it would be like a resolution to her character though if she were to break up with jonathan it'd be like i don't want to be associated with like anyone from like not 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 associated but like not I don't think she wants emotional investment so heavily in people from Hawkins. Like, I think that she just needs to get out. Yeah. Go to college. They all, they all, we're going to do that. (laughs) Poor Steve. Poor Steve. Oh, bless his heart. Oh God. Yeah. I, okay. Here's the thing about Jonathan dying, not to keep this going. I'm sorry. The thing about Jonathan dying is I don't know how Joyce or Will would recover from that uh well they could all die too oh my god you're just gonna fucking kill off the whole cast (laughs) i mean i have this feeling that the joyce and hopper thing is very short-lived and that one of them is going to die for Mm. real real so will might be the only one left (gasps) how are they supposed to resolve that though that he gives to live with the love of his life mike (laughs) that's a fate worse than death (laughs) That poor boy oh, needs to move shit. on. He does. Oh, bless him. <sighs> Who do you think I, is going to survive in that case? I have a feeling Elle's not going to survive. I also think that Elle's going to die. I think that, ironically enough, I think that Max will live. I also think that Max will if live. If she lives through the first episode of season five, I think she's going to live through the mm-hmm. through the tea. Yep. I think Lucas, Lucas is going to stay alive. Yep. I have a feeling that Dustin is going to live, but at a sacrifice, like you said steve probably yeah either hopper or joyce will be alive not both that's interesting i think if anybody's gonna die it's gonna be hopper i think lucas and his sister are safe like you said yeah they'll be fine i think robin's safe if yeah. robin's not safe that would be very problematic of them kill off the only <laughs> gay woman on the show mm-hmm. um, i have a feeling nancy's good to go because i don't I like nancy, nancy so fine. she's gonna survive <laughs> and that's the tea I can't. I Am I missing anyone? I don't, she so. dies. I don't think so. Mike, no. I think Mike might die just to add more trauma to Will. Yeah, I could see that. I could see them doing that. And that being Will finally letting him know. Oh, in like a death scene where like Mike is dying in his arms and he's like, I'm in love with 
you and the mic you know dies yeah oof I could see that I could see them doing that that might just be the I like to write trauma in me true excellent point (laughs) but I don't know god could you imagine if Dustin loses Steve and Eddie though like back to back and his own dad and his own dad where's he where he is I I don't know I was headcanon that his dad died, but see, I thought his mom just said that, and I thought, did she? Dad just left. Yeah, it gives it gives very single mom. It does not give dad died to me. I've read, I've okay, I've read a lot of fucking fan fiction, and they're all Steve centric, which means they're all Dustin's always involved. But I've read both things where it's like either his dad died or he walked out, which I could see happening because they do have this deadbeat dad, piece of shit dad, kind of theme going. They really do. I was thinking about that. I was like, there's no good father figure except for Wayne, who's not Eddie's actual dad, and like Mr. Sinclair is fine. But Hopper's not a terrible father figure, but he's like a learning as you go kind of father. Yeah, he's not yeah, Hopper's a Hopper's a good argument, but he is. Hopper just reminds me of my dad. Mm. (laughs) Same kind (laughs) of yeah, it's it's giving very middle America that's what it's giving it is giving oh it is giving <laughs> you're it's not giving wrong i shop at the piggly wiggly just crust so okay so we've that's all that's my last one is the what about joe Curie that was approximately three hundred thousand years ago um <laughs> all that to say lord of the rings queer coding in lord gay of the rings. Mm-hmm. gay <laughs> homosexuals steve and eddie are in love <laughs> will and mike have a unrequited love we already knew that but yep. it's further evidenced by the lord of the rings no oh no here's the no hold on i just i just got another theory okay hold on sam has to be mike because sam is the one who gets married at the end to a woman that's true sam has to be mike and does that mean will's gonna die because at the end of the lord of the rings frodo goes to the to the undying lands i don't like that so who's bilbo who is 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 jonathan bilbo maybe (laughs) he's got that like who went on the adventure for or hold on we could say that henry because he's four different people he could technically be four different characters so what if there's some sort of mystical moment where Vecna's like a regular person again and he feels bad and he's Bilbo because he went on the original adventure I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up. that's that is <laughs> that's like that's one of my theories is that's what I think is gonna happen I think it's gonna be the resolution is it's gonna be that's similar to Billy that. yeah because they're gonna do the like time travel thing and I was going to be like, I like know your trauma. And then he's going to be like, oh my God, I kind of feel bad because I killed a bunch of kids. And then he's going to have his like redemption moment. That's like, uh, but you know. How very Twilight Breaking Dawn of them <laughs> to maybe go back in time and change all the events to where the big fight never actually happened. Yeah. So can we theorize that it's like Twilight, that we're going to see this big fight and they're going to go, we have to go back in time and fix it. And so eventually it just never actually happens. Just uh, that's, like a, that, that's the theory that I'm genuinely running with. 
I don't know if that's going to fully be what happens because could you imagine if it's like they could you imagine if they if invested this much time? Did. Yeah, if they did that, like it was all a dream. Like <laughs> I would lose my shit. Have you seen the theory that it's all just an elaborate D and D game, like a shared hallucination? No. Oh fuck! But okay. now I'm not gonna stop thinking about. Yeah, so there's a theory running around that, like, the core group of kids, so, like, mm-hmm. Dustin, Mike, Lucas, um, Will. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make Lucas, is that, is that all of them? That's all of them. I thought there were, wait, Dustin, Mike, Lucas. Four in the original. Like, yeah. No, we're missing one. <laughs> we're not. Dustin, Mike, Lucas, Will. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Max. I'm probably thinking of Max. Okay. I'm talking about just, like, the core four. Okay. So there's a theory that those four are the only real characters in the whole thing. And basically it's just one big elaborate D&D game that they've made. Stop it. And yeah, and so it's actually like these kids living a totally normal life, but this is this is their D&D campaign and these are all like everybody else in the show is NPCs. I'm speechless. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I hate yeah. that so much. It's like it's that fucking- that makes me physically ill. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no it's if like, that happens i swear to god i will throw away every stranger things merch i've ever bought that's what's fucking awful about it though is like that seems genuinely feasible to me like that seems more feasible than them going back in time and reversing things that seems like they can't do that to us i don't think it, that they will they that would be uh the term that i used earlier game of thrones game of thronesing us mm-hmm. they can't do that if they do that the whole world will riot yeah yeah it, it would be fucking crazy right yes yeah I hate that yeah no yeah i can't i can't do that we're mm-hmm. not doing that Mm-mm. nope um, i can't believe you've never seen that nope it was in that have you seen clips from the thing where um it's like the cast readings stranger things series joe and jamie did one and then like natalia and joe keery and See, i didn't watch as many like interviews and stuff yeah this one's been on tiktok though it's just like a fun one but like the cast was like whoa that would be wild <laughs> so and they wouldn't know yet what mm-hmm. was gonna go on so they wouldn't be able to say like that's not it or maybe yeah no because even in interviews that are happening right now with i read an interview with somebody that just came out maybe it was joe Curie. It was somebody, but they, but like, it was one of the main ones. And he was like, I don't, I still don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it was Jamie. Um, he that was like, I know. more like Joe Curie to me though. Like yeah. he seems very, he's not stupid, but like vapid. If that makes sense. Like not yeah. in the stupid sense, but just like very, like, he's just here for the party, man. He very much does have, does have that energy and all of the interviews I've ever watched with him. I get those exact vibes. Um, like he's like he's like i was never supposed to go past season one literally yeah it's so funny because everybody else talks about their like extensive like like prep work and you know like what did he just showed up and he literally is just like yeah i was there and then the Duffer brothers were like he puts on those tight pants and he just just soars like an eagle oh my god those fucking pants those they know what they're doing they know what they're doing Oh my god, wardrobe department? I love you. 
because the, they're obnoxiously tight oh yeah i'm like y'all y'all have to know what you're doing that man's ass is out and proud i can't say this on the podcast I'll cut it out. but you can see his front too oh yeah and his like, little waist yes yeah <laughs> yeah little waist Eddie has a slutty waist. When he lifts up that shirt a little bit, when they're in the forest talking to Chrissy, slut. Yeah, one hundred percent. He super does. He lost a lot of weight for the show too. He lost a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had to put on. He does look more teenagery. Yeah, he had to lose weight for it because he needed to look like he wasn't almost (laughs) thirty. He's a will. He's a will chunky in real life, and I love it. Yeah, he's so cute. I love him so. I was wondering. I was like. Do they just put him in really slimming clothes or does he normally look this? He's not chunky. It's like, it's like. He looks healthy. Health. Yes. Like yeah. thick, but in just, he's just healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But he looks skinny. Yeah. In Stranger Things. Yeah. They were very much going for that like tall, skinny boy. They lives off doing. of cigarettes and vibes. Like. <laughs> For breakfast, we will have one cigarette and what is that TikTok sound? Yeah, honey comes in you who and cigarettes mm-hmm, and vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally every boy I dated in high school. That I'm tall sorry. waif. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the skinny gamer boy energy minus the gamer. <laughs> Plus now that we've decided that Joe Curie and Joseph Quinn are both sluts. Um but like in the best way in the best way in the best way but like during filming you know yeah i just want to keep talking about <laughs> we can bestie <laughs> just get on facetime with me while i pack <laughs> i have stuff to do yeah i have dinner to eat oh priorities i have a little caesars cold old little caesars what? okay listen everybody fucking yeah. hates on little caesars hate it <laughs> little caesar's kind of slaps it does in the moment it's six hours later when the heartburn sets in that's when you start to regret it excellent point well yeah thank you for joining us for this dumpster fire (laughs) thank you so much enjoy the laughs yeah and the vibes we're surviving off of cigarettes and vibes cigarettes and vibes i'm i mean i'm not surviving off of cigarettes no but I am. I'm, I'm surviving off of overpriced Starbucks caffeine and vibes. Caffeine and vibes. Pop off. This episode has been really great. Um, this has been binged and unhinged, and I'm Sky. And I'm Emily. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Hold on to your vacancies for next week's. Hold on to your vagnesi for next week's episode. Oh, wow. That's it. That's my favorite outro ever.